hold on to me as we go As we roll down this unfamiliar road And although this wave is stringing us along Just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your home Good morning Hamilton, this is Rob Golfie with Remax Escarpment, the Golfie team Welcome to the Hamilton Real Estate Show with Rick Zamprin. Good morning once again. Yeah, also in the studio today is Philip Golfie, sales representative with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. They're all over social media, at Rob Golfie on Twitter and Instagram. Like the Rob Golfie Facebook page online at robgolfie.com and call them anytime at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. Subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast on iTunes and Google Play. And if you have a question for the golfy team or you would like to recommend a topic idea that we can pounce on on this program email questions at robgolfie.com that email address is questions at robgolfie.com a couple of the topics that we are going to touch on today uh the for sale sign we see them uh, all over our uh, great city uh, there's one on my street there's probably one on your street if you're listening into the program today uh it is getting apparently its first major makeover in nearly a half century. We'll talk about that a little later on in the program. We'll also talk about those darn millennials choosing cryptocurrency over real estate. Are they nuts? Apparently so, according to a uh, new report. Uh, Canada's home sales touch a five-year low for June. They're down 10% since last year. We'll dig into that as well. But we'll begin the show with what information should sellers include in a listing advertisement and what should they be leaving out? Also, what should buyers be looking for in an ad. So maybe we'll start with the seller's point of view. So uh, you're meeting with a the client, they want to sell their house. Uh, obviously, they're going to uh, put a listing uh, maybe online, uh, or not maybe online, definitely online, uh, perhaps in a newspaper or magazine or, or that uh, uh, kind of avenue. What should the seller be promoting about their property? The uh, A lot of the things that uh, people are interested, they want to know the main components of the house. The kitchen, um, you know, when was it last updated? You know, the, you know, the granite countertops, the windows, that's mm-hmm. important. Um, the big uh, ticket items. The big ticket items, yeah. Like years ago, uh, there used to be wood windows, right? So a lot of those houses that were built in the uh, early 90s and 80s and 70s, uh, a lot of them had wood windows. So now they're all getting replaced mm-hmm. with vinyl. And vinyl, I mean, you'll get 30 to 50 years out of vinyl if you take care of that. Right. Um, so, so people want to know what the windows are, especially if they're wood, then, you know, it's going to be a tougher sale, uh, furnace, uh, if it's a rental that mm-hmm. becomes a little tougher, uh, how old is the furnace? Because, uh, furnaces today, um, you know, you get a 15 years if, if, if you're, if it's a, you know, half decent furnace, right. the old days used to get 25 to 30 years, you know, that's just the way Those are the good old days. Those are the good old <laughs> days when they made things that uh, lasted. Yeah. Uh, shingles, shingles are important. We never say new roof. Because it's not a new roof, it's a new, right. new shingle. And a lot yeah. of agents make that mistake. They put new roof. Um, the wiring, if it's got uh, you know aluminum mm-hmm. wiring mm-hmm. or an, 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 an updated uh, hydro panel. It, like you, a lot of times, a lot of the, these houses in Hamilton still have um, um, what do you the call fuse? it? The fuses, yeah. yeah. And, it, and insurance companies, they want that changed. And they want the breaker switches there. Right. So. 
Um, what else is there? Um, just uh, a lot, you know, a lot of uh, a lot of different uh, things that uh, that's what you have to should put in mm-hmm. in the remarks because those are the key things. And right. after that, because you, you, know, you have limited amount of space, you, you do have a limit. It's a little more now than it was a right. year ago because they actually opened it up more. Uh, but sometimes if you give too much information about the house, you know, like like if it's got a beautiful sunroom, fantastic, you know, sunroom, uh, you know, sunny bright sunroom, um, and then. Put in the benefits of you know updated bathrooms, you know updated this, updated mm-hmm. that. Put all the all the key points. I mean, and sometimes people like writing, you know, like oh, sitting by the window and Drinking having a your co- morning co- right. coffee, and trying to give the, a the, the person a visual. Yeah, right? yeah. it's yeah. you know like pe- people they, they they'll skip through that and probably skip the, the whole listing completely. Um, people I think, want I think that we, we live in an age. You know the Twitter, the Twitter era, where you know it's tell me what the house is in 140 characters. Right. We, yeah. Or we're, we're 240 yeah. characters yeah. now. So yeah. tell me what the house is in 240 characters. The, the, I'll get an idea by by you know by the end. It's like it's like when you see a news article on Twitter. If you're interested in the headline, right. you're going to click the link and read the rest of the article. Yeah. So you want to you want to get somebody interested in the house through through a short description. If they're interested, they're going to read the rest of the mm-hmm. description or, 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 you know, go view the property. Right. Yeah. So, like, like for instance, there was um, a listing that um, that uh, didn't sell. Um, the client uh, announced my client. They cl- called me up and said, uh, Rob, you know, we, I couldn't sell. Can you come and take a look at it? Mm-hmm. I looked at the remarks completely. I can't believe... No wonder it didn't sell. Really? Eh? <laughs> you know, what you know, did it say? Well, <laughs> it said uh, um, it was it was promoting investors. Oh wow! And it, so so you just cut off so, a major part of your yeah. But 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 the thing is, this house is not just an investors. Uh, every house in Hamilton is is, is sure. for investors. If you want to buy real estate, <laughs> yeah. buy any real piece of real estate. Yeah. But this house is a nice bungalow, nine hundred and fifty square feet. It has an in law set up downstairs. Perfect for the first time buyer. Price fantastic, and I'm I'm reading this and I'm going, I can't believe this. Like like I, I'm thinking this is like a fixer upper the way I was reading this right. this 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 listing. They hardly had any showings, no wonder. And um, and there, there's a lot of there's a few other mistakes on the listing. So y- you want to get the person looking at this listing. They're going to read the first few lines. So you know and so I'll probably start saying this is fantastic opportunity uh, for a first time buyer. Or or retiree move into this, mm-hmm. you know, complete, you know, uh, 950 square foot bungalow uh, has a full in law set up. If you have, you can rent out or you can uh, you have a family, family member, member. Yeah. to move down there. It's got two kitchens, two bathrooms, two full bathrooms. Um, so those are the things that people want. Not you know. Like sit in your backyard and watch the hummingbirds fly by <laughs> and all that kind of yeah. stuff. You want to cast a wide yeah. net, yeah. right, and get as, yeah. get as many eyeballs on this listing, right? You know, so so, but uh, but it, it's it's important. And uh, uh, other things are are what you put on the sign on the front lawn. Those are other key factors. Mm. Um, so, for instance, luxury homes. Um, they have, um, you know, if it's the luxury home rider, (laughs) yeah, no, no, but, but let's say a luxury home is a $2 million house. You kind of expect to have a pool, right? So it's fine. You can Mm -hmm. put pool, uh, a rider on the sign, but I do not put pool riders on my signs because 90%, maybe more people that buy a house with a pool weren't looking for a house with a pool. And what happens is if they're driving down the street and they see a big flash that says, 
pool. pool. And and they've never had a pool before. They're gonna want they don't want anything to do right. with a pool. So they won't walk into that house. So I kind of um, usually on the higher end homes, I take pictures of the, uh, of the pools with the with the listing. On the on the lower end, like you know, if it's five hundred or less, or or four hundred or less, I I kind of you know I maybe put one picture, but I don't mention anything about the pool because mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. want to deter anybody to not look at this house. Right. Um, and because uh, that's probably going to garner the most attention. I mean, you can have a new kitchen, new bathroom, new yeah. you know, finished basement, new shingles, the whole bit, and there's a pool. And the only thing that they're going to concentrate on is. Do we really want a pool? Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, so people that are looking f- for a house with a pool, they'll find it because yeah. we have a checkbox that says in ground pool, right. and and even above ground pool. Um, and I and, and usually with uh, above ground pools, houses with above ground pools, I very rarely check off there is a, an above ground pool because it you know. A lot of because they're easy to take out if somebody doesn't want it. If somebody wants it there, if it, but if it's nicely done, you know it's decked out all the way around. Then I'll mention it. But I'll tell you, every person that, uh, like you talk to people that have pools and they bought a house, just say, "Were you looking for a house with a pool?" <laughs> no. Guaranteed, really? they'll say no. But it, it, it became a bonus after. Yeah. But but a lot of people, I'm telling you, if they drive by and they see a big pool sign underneath the sign, they're just going to keep driving until they <laughs> find another one. Because a lot of people don't want pools. Yeah. But So yeah. in terms of that, that selling aspect, uh, it's almost a cherry on top that, or, or almost a surprise to the, the, the people who are going through the house. Yeah. So if, so when people, so here's the thing, you want somebody to walk in through your front door and, and they usually make their decision whether they fall in love with your house or not as soon as they en- enter the front door. Right. So that's a key component. So I always, when I'm sitting down there with my clients saying, here's what we got to do to get your house sold ready, I'll go, I'll walk to the front door and I, and I stand there at the front entrance and I take, and I, and I scan that room and I say, okay, is there anything bothering me here mm-hmm. that may deter me from even, <laughs> not even going going any further. Right. So I, I'll stand there and I'll take a look at the living room. Sometimes you can see the kitchen down the hall. And then you got your uh, uh, family room on one side. And I, you know, I'm looking. I go, this, is, this looks great. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, but if there's things that we have to take out, we take out. But that front entrance is the most important thing. Right. When you it's the first your, impression. It's the first impression, yes. You, and you don't get a second chance to make a first impression. So when you step into that house because you want to survey the, the, the home, obviously you want to survey the scene, what are some of the things that you notice instantly that are negatives, that are red flags that the homeowner or the person who's trying to sell this house should change or get rid of? Sometimes, you know, sometimes bright colors. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and, and, it's, and it's hard. Like, I, just, I, went, I was at a house... Um, just uh, last week, and she, this lady, she has this kind of like um, not baby blue, but some kind of blue in the kitchen. And her name's Lisa. I said, Lisa, do you mind? I know you love this color, but I says now you want, you're ready to move. Yeah. I said, you know the the pink color that you have in the living room. Can you put that into the kitchen? And I says, you know, I'm not. You know, I says perfect. You know, I know you love it and everything. And she goes, really? And I go, I go, believe me. It'll make a big difference when people are looking at it on pictures on on the MLS. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, because that's the only thing they see, right? It's, it, it, it it just stands out. Yeah. It, the, the bright colors stand out. And I told him to get I I told him to get the gardening and everything, the flower beds all done. Everything was overgrown and stuff like that. They just mismanaged. It, it's getting too much for them. Right. Right. So I said, spend you know uh, you know two or three thousand dollars. Get get the front curb appeal done. I told him to take this one tree down and all the like, like just open it up mm-hmm. and uh, so they're working on that right now to, nice. to get it sold ready 
And um, there was a couple other things um, I mentioned, but uh, but we can get back to that, I guess, yeah. after break. We'll take a break. Uh, I would assume that clutter is probably in that category as well. Oh, absolutely. We'll, we'll get into that and a whole lot more, including millennials choosing cryptocurrency over real estate. We're going to bug Phil about that one because uh, <laughs> I, I can see him in that group. No. <laughs> You're listening to the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Welcome back. You're listening to the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. My name is Rick Samprin in studio today with Rob Golfie and Philip Golfie, sales representatives with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. They're online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Call them anytime at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. Find them on Twitter and Instagram. The handle is at Rob Golfie. Be sure to like the Rob Golfie Facebook page as well and subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast on iTunes and Google Play, past episodes on robgolfie.com and 900chml.com. If you have a question for the Golfie team, we'll get to it on a future program. Email questions at robgolfie.com. Still to come, the for sale sign gets its first major makeover in nearly 50 years. We'll talk about millennials choosing cryptocurrency over real estate. And Canada's home sales touch a five-year low for June, down 10% since last year. But we're continuing our discussion with uh, what information should sellers include in a listing advertisement and what should they leave out? We'll also talk about what buyers are looking for in an ad. Uh, so we were talking just before the break about entering a home, first impression, bright colors is a no-go, clutter is probably a big red flag too, you know, clean up clutter. Clothes. Yeah, absolutely clutter. Um, a lot of, like sometimes people have the ivy over the ca- kitchen uh, kitchen cabinets uh, hanging over and everything. Yeah. I, I tell <laughs> the them, fake remove plants. it. Yeah, the right. fake, fake plants. Remove it. I had one uh, lady, I'll, I'll never forget, and it was on Beach Palace or somewhere down in uh, Stony Creek. She had a vine growing through her house. Like like she, a real life? like a real vine. It was really? so long, like and I and she didn't want to take it down. Oh my and God. I said, I said, you know that can, that plant can cost you thousands of dollars. I says taking pictures of this house, people are like, it, it's 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 distracting, right? Um, so I mean, literally, like this plant's been growing there for I don't know, maybe five ten years, and it Holy. and she's kind of clipped it all the way around. It's and it's traveling through the house, you know, on the wall, like 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 she she hooks it, like it's I don't know those those one long, it's like a vine that it just yeah, like, it doesn't spread wide, but it's just one just keeps going. it just keeps growing like just and <laughs> and I I don't know and I and I go I go I go you know that you're going to have to kill this thing uh, eventually because right. if you're moving, you know, the, the homeowners aren't going to want this. Sure, yeah. And they'll probably want want it removed before they move in. Yeah, so why not do it now? But um, something like that, you, you definitely have to uh, remove. Um, you know, and any cars um, that are, you know, not being used definitely should be out of the driveway. Of the driveway. Um, it, it, it's... It, it, people look at that like, and pictures are important. The pictures are so important. Mm-hmm. Like we were just talking about, you know, a bathroom picture, and you just have a picture of a toilet. It's kind of like it, it doesn't serve its purpose. Like I take pictures of luxury bathrooms, or if they're updated bathrooms. But if you have a wide-angle lens, you can actually, you know, see, see the whole bathroom. Right. You got new cabinets and Otherwise, stuff. Otherwise, like it's that. not really worth it. It's not worth it, unless it's a house that 
is completely needs to be updated and you re- divulge that into the uh, remarks, mm-hmm. that's fine. And you could show, um, but you want people to know what they're getting into when they're getting there. Right. So, I mean, if it's a fixer-upper, don't say, hey, beautiful house on a great street, and then all of a <laughs> sudden- Move in ready. Yeah. Move in ready. Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, it is a fixer-upper. Um, you, you, go, you want people to know that this house does need a few things, and uh, so when they're going there, they, they kind of expect that. And sometimes yeah. they, they, they think it needs a lot more than what it really needs. And, and when they walk in, say, hey, this is not as bad as we thought it would be. Mm-hmm. And, and it makes it a lot easier to sell. Never, you know, you want the buyer to know what they're getting into. You don't want the wrong buyer showing right. up. You know, yeah. the wrong buyer is just going to, you know, you, you just you just defeated the purpose of selling that house. Yeah. Also, in terms of that first impression as well, you want to make the buyer feel that they are already living there or they can envision themselves being there. Yes, absolutely. Um, and we tell them to talk, sometimes we get these small houses with big bulky furniture and mm-hmm. they probably, you know, they probably got a deal on it somewhere. Yeah. And, and, and <laughs> so they, like I'm telling you, these, the furniture is so big, like you literally have to step over. <laughs> right. And it makes the room look smaller. It does. Right? So we have to tell them, you know, please remove. Or you get the king bed in the uh, the ten by twelve. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you got to kind of you, you can barely walk around. Kind of jump in from, the, <laughs> from outside the door. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but you get you, yeah, you get like oversized uh, furniture for certain rooms. Yeah. Um, but it um, you know, there's there's a lot of different things that you when you're selling a house, um, you know, and we we preview all our pictures. You know, we want to make sure the pictures look good. Um, you know, before when it hits the MLS system, because mm-hmm. we, because as a consumer, we we want to know what we're we're getting into, and a lot of times th- there are instances where houses do look better online than than when you, you get into the house because of the wide angle lenses on these cameras. Right. Yeah. yeah, but um, plus the smells. I mean, you can't smell the picture, right? No, and and, and the smell also too. Um, um, most most people, you know, they're very they're, you know with their pets are are really good, but there is the odd one, and I I will mention that I said you know guys I I. You know, I don't have a dog, but I, I, I um, you know, I, I smell a little bit of a dog, and, and I love dogs, and but I, I would put like a, a little uh, air freshener. Sometimes we'll even buy them ourselves, mm-hmm. show up with it, plug it in, and try to, you know, deter that smell yeah. of uh, the dog. But then sometimes we had one, uh, Philip, you know who this is, this, uh, the one in uh, Beamsville, the, you know, your, um, they... The, the smell oh. of dogs was so really? bad. How they many let, dogs did they have? I don't Just know. Two. They had two, but oh, they wow. let their dogs go to the washroom downstairs. Oh, wow. And it was terrible. But the whole house was just a disaster. Yeah. And, um, and they don't smell it because they live there. They're used to it, yeah. They live there. and But when you walked in, it was just like a like like a cloud just hit you. <laughs> and wow. So, it, so you're trying to be gentle on how to deal with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we were talking about, uh, Philip mentioned uh, Twitter and, uh, you know, the, the 280 characters that we have nowadays. How has online advertising, whether it's MLS or, you know, your Facebook page or Twitter or Instagram, how has that changed the game and how has that opened up? Uh, uh, you know this uh, this sector to consumers. Yeah, I think it's just there's so many different avenues where you can promote different listings, and and each one of those, like if you have a you know more of a first time buyer house where it's you know in that three fifty to four fifty or five hundred thousand dollar range, you want to promote it on Instagram because there's a lot more active users on Instagram that are in that age group who yeah. are looking to buy houses. Now, when you do have a an older like we found that a lot more older baby boomers use Facebook, mm-hmm. whereas a lot more younger people use Instagram. So you, you, you can, you know, 
target and direct your listings towards each of those demographics accordingly based on the the amount of the house or or you know the style of the house that you're looking for um in terms of the price now when it comes to that a lot of those a lot of those things are good for branding in terms of a real estate team or 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 a company and being able to promote our our business and our services and and how we like to you know present ourselves and present our listings so we use we use you know we use a number of different av- avenues but you know we're big on on social media which is facebook instagram mm-hmm. twitter mm-hmm. um and and then we have our radio show it's an it's an avenue for us to put our podcast out right but uh in in terms of in terms of our listings we do you know we get really creative we do a lot of you know videos um we do a lot of, you know, whether it's just pictures or, or, or different descriptions or, or even things such as, you know, did you see this um, stuff on, on, on social media? Speaking of social media, you know, especially Twitter, uh, you know, there's so much to look at that, (laughs) you know, when you're you're sending out a tweet, you have to, I I think work that much harder to get eyeballs on it because, you know, you're being riddled with everything under the sun, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, Twitter's, Twitter's a big thing. It's a, it's a great, um, source for news. I think if you're, you know, if something happens, whether it's, you know, uh, something happens in the real estate market or something happens in, um, you know, even, even if you're looking for content for the show and, and coming up with different ideas, Twitter is a great resource mm-hmm. to go to because that's everything. It, it's, it's almost like a big database of, of the most recent news right. that's going on in, in today. So, um, I know, you know, Remax Escarpment, our brokers that we work for has a, has a Twitter, they post every single new listing that Remax Escarpment has. So if you just if you just, you know, if you follow them on Twitter, you're constantly getting updated the second that that listing goes online. Right. It's hitting the Remax Escarpment Twitter feed. So um and then and then when it comes to different articles or or different, you know, following different different real estate investors that they, you know, they share their thoughts on the market or, or they share what they're thinking or what they're doing on Twitter. So it's it's a, it's a good it's a good, ne- you know, resource mm-hmm. and a good network to go to mm-hmm. for for different real estate things. We talked about what information uh, sellers should be uh, including in their listings. As far as buyers go, is it more of a visual thing as opposed to what is written? Because I think most home buyers are going to expect, uh, you know, maybe they might be expecting a new kitchen, maybe a new bathroom, new shingles, uh, a pool or, or non-pool. But is it more of a visual thing for them? They want to see what this property looks like? Yeah, they, they match up. the, the it's, It is a visual thing, but it's also the price thing too. Right. Because the buyer knows prices better than anybody else because they're looking at every single one. Yeah, because so they're, they're the ones that are shopping. Yeah. They're the ones that are shopping. Um, they're looking at um, the upgrades, uh, the updates and upgrades that the house has like so those are those are important that should be on every listing um so like let's say uh we have a house that's 25 20 year shingles well we're not going to mention anything about shingles yeah. <laughs> so you know what i mean like i'm not going to say 20 year shingles because now i'm just made the buyer think oh we got to put new we shingles, put new shingles and yeah. and it could be a 30 year shingle we don't know but if it looks good it's okay we're fine uh, but I usually put uh, any updates that were within the past five years. So it's always always the funny acronyms for the buyers. It's you know need some TLC basically <laughs> means you got to tear down the house and rebuild it. Or, yeah, or, and uh, you got to be you, gotta, you, you have to be careful you know, when you use the word TLC. TLC is a strong, uh, yeah. strong. That, that can mean a lot of things. <laughs> it, it does. Needs, it, it needs. A, it's it, very vague, right? Yeah. yeah. Like like realtors, you know, they try to promote a house in a way that that draws people to it right so some of the acronyms and, and it's always funny it's you know great sunset view and then you get there and it's you know 
you gotta you're looking at another house beside <laughs> you or yeah. you gotta look around the corner for yeah. the sunset right, view or, right, right. or it's uh you know you know views of the lake and in the houses you know two miles from you the lake but the you gotta the yeah you gotta you gotta the, you gotta you crawl know. on your roof to look right. at yeah. the lake but yeah. you can still see yeah. you can yeah. still see the yeah. lake a lot of people put little things like that yeah but um but again it's um uh, it's just putting in um putting in details like for instance like if a house needs a little bit of uh updating sometimes i'll just say you know a uh, paintbrush and uh and a hammer can <laughs> you know just like mildly you don't want to say mm-hmm. it needs tlc just say you know a house could you know use uh, make st- it your own yeah make it your own right. kind of thing so it, people say okay well, so more stick- of a style thing than yeah. a, a structural thing a t- tlc uh mean it, to me it's been used so much to a point where you don't know if it needs a total gut or <laughs> yeah. or a tear down or it's just maybe just a paint job. Right, so you, right. you, ha- you you have to describe what the house needs. If it's a house that needs to be you know fixed up and some work done, you just and just describe exactly. You know, yeah. you know with you know may need a, a you know new kitchen and, and bath and then you have your perfect home. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, I mean for the vagueness of TLC to me, I take it as you know when I'm looking for a home, I take it as a negative because now you're asking me to do some work. To get it up mm-hmm. to the standard that I wanted to see it at, so yeah, that's that's a dangerous yeah. word. Uh, all right, let's switch gears here and talk about uh, Canada's home sales touching a five-year low for June, down ten percent since last year. So this is the Canadian Real Estate Association saying uh, earlier this week that sales in June uh, were up four point one percent compared with May, marking uh, what the board described as the first substantial month-over-month increase this year. However, the June sales were down 10.7% compared with a year ago, a five-year low for the month. Um, comments? Not really surprising. Um, you know what? It, the year's been going that way, so we're kind of expected that uh, the unit number of sales um, are going to be down this year mm-hmm. because most of the sales were probably done last year. Yeah. Um, but um, but we're, we're we're back to like if if we erased 2017, we wouldn't be saying we're 10 percent exactly. Down. Yeah. Um, so we'd be we'd be on track to being um, you know like a normal growth time for uh, for year over year. Mm-hmm. But um, but the market is a di- little different. There's no doubt about it. We we found this week alone. I I found that it's picked up a little bit. So uh, people that have their houses up for sale, be optimistic. It's going to happen. Don't worry. <laughs> it has been uh, it is uh, it, it has been challenging uh, uh, for the last couple of months. Uh, people that put their house up for sale, um, they're not getting these showings that that were you know normally would normally get this time of year. So and uh, and sometimes you have to. Uh, this we're in the market of being patient and and if you have to be patient in this market and 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 this is you know it does take time to sell you know half million million dollar house i mean it's not something it's not like going to a car lot and you know and buying a thirty thousand dollar car whatever you want yeah yeah it's funny to think year over year so last year at least last spring you know buyers were frustrated because they were losing out because there were so many of them trying to get in on a property this year sellers are kind of getting frustrated because they're thinking you know why isn't my property selling where are all these buyers where do they go (laughs) Uh, there's they're waiting and sitting on the fence yeah Yeah, they're waiting uh the the buyers are out there they're just um they're they're more in tuned into the market now 
um, and they just they just want to see what's going on. That's do you, all. Do you think they're waiting for the market to decline even more so? Do you think they, you get that sense from them that uh, uh, I'm going to wait a little bit longer because prices are going to go down a little bit more? You know more. what? I'm sure there's a, there's a percentage of people that are probably waiting that to see if, if it's going to come down more. Um, it, 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 there's a, various scenarios. Um, some people can't, you know, it, it, who knows? Like, it just, uh, it just it's funny that uh, how things react. Like, sometimes we put up a house for sale. And um, we get nothing for a month. And all of a sudden, in one weekend, you get multiple offers. Mm-hmm. And then the house has been on the market for 30 days. Mm-hmm. And and it, you can't understand how that works. It's just like, what, it, did somebody just put a sign up? Okay, it's time to buy a house <laughs> yeah, this weekend. everybody's ready. Yeah, everybody's yeah. ready. But it's just, but it's it's funny how that, that works. It, it's just, uh, we don't know what drives, you know, if it's the media or just, it just, it just, wor- it just, goes that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's kind of funny. Uh, some other uh, statistics and uh, information from this uh, report from the Canadian Real Estate Association. The number of newly listed properties for sale, this is national again, uh, fell by 1.8% across the country uh, to just over 70,000. Calgary, Edmonton, Ottawa, and Montreal were the most prominent markets to see listings take a hit. And the national average price for a home sold in June was just under $496,000, down 1.3% from a year ago, Including the greater Vancouver and the greater Toronto markets, the average price was just over 389000 a 0.9% year-over-year decrease. So what a difference uh, adding Vancouver and Toronto into the mix. Hikes it by $110,000 or, or thereabouts, $105,000. Uh, still to come on the show, we'll talk about millennials choosing cryptocurrency over real estate and the for sale sign getting its first major makeover in nearly a half century. You're listening to the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 9 900 CHML. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Good morning. My name is Rick Samprin. In studio today with Rob Golfie and Philip Golfie, sales representatives with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. They're online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Call them anytime at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. Have a question for the Golfie team? Email questions at robgolfie.com. You can find them on Instagram and Twitter at robgolfie. Like the Rob Golfie. Facebook page, and don't forget to subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast on Google Play and iTunes. You can find past episodes online at robgolfie.com and 900chml.com. Still to come, the for sale sign gets a uh, a major makeover for the first time in nearly 50 years, uh, but we'll switch gears here for a moment and talk about millennials choosing cryptocurrency over real estate. This is a report uh, by Get Living, a UK-based developer, uh, which, uh, according to uh, 3,065 millennials who were surveyed, 21% of these millennials prefer cryptocurrency over real estate. Are they nuts? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's just an easier investment for them. It's a, it's a, it's an alternative investment avenue that allows them to 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 build wealth. While not having to, you know, contribute their entire income towards one investment. Okay, I can right? see that. So, it, it might be an uh, an avenue to get to to get to real estate, right? It might be an avenue to say, hey, listen, I'm gonna put five thousand dollars into this into a, a crypto 
um, and hope that it goes up 10%, and mm-hmm. then and then I'll be able to afford a down payment on a house, I right? See, okay. Um, instead of just having, you know, instead of just saving in a, in, a, in a checkings account, it allows you to put your money away, and it's very similar to a mutual fund or a bond or or a stock. Um, crypto is just another one of those things that's an investment avenue. Mm-hmm. Um, just because to afford a down payment now, it's 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 hard, right? So a lot of other people are 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 using other investment avenues to build their wealth and then and then hopefully eventually getting to a down payment to afford right. afford real estate. Now, I think like in, in in listening to other real estate podcasts and and what's going on especially into the, you know, the greater Vancouver, greater Toronto area, the recommendation is don't wait to try and buy a house where you live, right? Go outside into the sub uh, suburbs and 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 find something at a cheaper value and drive into the city and and you'll build your wealth faster at owning something just outside the city and 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 building equity in there mm-hmm. and then and then eventually moving back to the city instead of just waiting right, right? instead of waiting to buy something that that's yeah. that's in the city so so but the 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 one thing about crypto is you don't need you know a five percent or ten percent you can invest. 500 bucks right right yeah. and you can invest a thousand bucks and you can you know you can own you know you know 10 percent of a bitcoin if, if a bitcoin's fifteen thousand dollars you can own you know what i mean you can you can break it up that way so mm-hmm. it's a lot easier to invest into into these other avenues of of investments right and there's zero maintenance as well i mean you can None. you can buy bitcoin and and, and do nothing yeah you, you don't have to worry about a bad tenant or you don't have to worry your, about yeah, uh, exactly. you know people smoking in your house or bringing yeah. dogs and or 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 um but I mean, it's it's a little volatile for me, a little too volatile for me. Right. Um, but but you know, people have gotten rich off crypto in, in a very short period of time, and mm-hmm. I think that's you know what what we're attracted to. It's what a lot of people are attracted to is you know what's the next best way to get rich fast. Right. And a lot of people have chosen to do it through cryptocurrencies yeah. and, and thinking that they're the future of of digital currencies, the future of you know how we're gonna purchase. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're mentioning uh, millennials or first-time home buyers looking to the suburbs for the for their first house. Uh, the worst thing they can do is be house poor and, and 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 buy a home that's a little too much for them to afford. Maybe it needs some maintenance or some upkeep, that TLC. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and they can't build that equity because they're already at their maximum, right? I mean, yeah, I, I've, I've been to, um, you know, uh, places where people were house poor, they couldn't even afford the furniture. You walk into their house, and and it echoes because yeah, <laughs> because right. they have no for, they have their kitchen and they have maybe a couch and a living room, but then the dining room's empty. Yeah, and eventually over time they it, it, they catch up and they and you know they start making some money and 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 uh, putting furniture in, but. Uh, but it, it's better to don't start big. Start start off smaller and just work your way up. Mm-hmm. And like and like traditionally, that's what you know you know probably our parents did and and all that kind of stuff. But um, like like Philip was saying, you know, start on the outside of, of where you're work working and drive in and, and build your, build your wealth out yeah. that, that way. And investing in real estate is um, uh, is always going to be the right answer because you know when's the last time the real estate market took a a big dive? And when you take you know a haircut in terms of investing in real estate, uh, I, I can't recall the last time. Well, Probably the last recession. It, it, well, it, the it, last the the, the two thousand and eight recession. At the end of two thousand and eight. That was just a little a bleep. It it, uh, um, it it slowed the, mar- the market slowed down, 
And it, and it corrected itself within uh, six, yeah. six to eight. But it months. wasn't catastrophic. No, no. Early nineties was was a yeah. catastrophic uh, recession, and that was probably one of the longest recessions in 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 a, in a long time. Uh, normally, recessions uh, historically they're usually less than a year, and uh, yeah. but but now, uh, but uh, but. But yeah, like early 90s was, uh, mm-hmm. was a long one. Definitely. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll wrap things up with uh, uh, talking about the for sale sign. And apparently it's getting a uh, makeover, its first major makeover in nearly 50 years. Stay tuned for that. You're listening to the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Let's go around here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin in studio today with Rob Golfie and Philip Golfie. They're sales representatives with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. Call them up anytime at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. At Rob Golfie on Twitter and Instagram. Be sure to like the Rob Golfie Facebook page as well. And subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast on iTunes and Google Play. If you have a question for the Golfie team or you want to recommend a topic you like us to tackle on this program email questions at robgolfi.com that email address again is questions at robgolfi.com and go online and find a host of great information at robgolfi.com that's rob g-o-l-f-i.com and golfi gets it soul.com is another <laughs> of your websites uh we have a a, a fan in the building uh, at least a, a daughter of uh, a fan in the building who uh noticed the golf there's gets been a couple people signs. that comment on what our great signs. yeah they comment and they just say golfi gets it sold and <laughs> yeah. Yeah. we have that we added them to our, uh, our our sold sign that says, you know, our sold sign. Oh, nice. Now on it, every yeah. sign says, Golfie gets Golfie a sold. Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of a, a little perfect. tagline that the uh, yeah. cities embrace. Yeah. Actually, we, we, we actually registered that. That's uh, a registered. It's, it's a website. Yeah, well, no. Well, doesn't it redirect to your website? It's um, a registered trademark. It's a registered, a registered trademark. trademark. Yeah. Oh, that's what it is. Okay. So, it, um, oh, it we, works. We, it does. <laughs> yeah. We figured that uh, it people remember it. It's, it's yeah, catching it's on. Catchy. Yeah. It's catchy. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about the for sale sign. Uh, there's probably one in your neighborhood right now if you're listening into the program or, or on the podcast. Uh, you've toured across uh, the city. You don't see signs all over the place. They look pretty much the same. Rectangular or square. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, apparently, though, there is a major makeover underway for this uh, for sale sign, which is going to get a makeover for the first time in nearly 50 years. Uh, a company called Compass is, uh, or at least wants to um, uh, make their sign kind of uh, catch fire. And it's basically, it kind of looks like a stop sign, but instead of the octagon, it's a circle. Yeah. And, you know, the realtor's information is on this sign, and you plunk it on the lawn, and there you go. Yeah, It's hard to get used to. Your it, your eye is, uh, isn't used to it, for sure. It, yeah, it, it, it doesn't looks look, pretty good, though. It doesn't look as big as what we see no, now. No, no. And um, it, it doesn't look bad. I mean... If if it goes with the with their logos and everything else like that, but if if you got a lot of square stuff going on, yeah, on your logos, see, I can picture with Remax because of the hot air balloon that yeah. that can probably actually, be incorporated into this type of sign. Yeah, actually, that's not a bad <laughs> yeah. idea. So there you go. I'll get some. <laughs> I uh, I'll that. get some commission on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, it, to me, when I look at the sign, and again, it looks like a stop sign, only it's circular instead of the octagon. It looks almost understated a little bit. At least, yeah. you know, the, the photos that we saw. I doesn't, mean, re- doesn't really grab your attention. No, it doesn't. It's just, it's just, it's very plain and and, yeah. and um. But I think that's where for sale signs are going to go because really? there's. Uh, I think 
there's a lot of information that's available online at the floor sale side is, is is gonna it's gonna become smaller and yeah and and because right now you you see a house and then it looks like they have a billboard on their front yard yeah, yeah. 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 somebody's picture yeah, on there it, uh, we don't it, we don't put pictures it's uh, a little our, uh it's a little overwhelming i think you know especially with the way that people get information about houses right you know, it's not the old days where you drive down the street, you see the sign, and and you go and buy the house. Especially mm-hmm. even even when it comes to uh, directionals, right? And, and and it annoys me when I see you know you know there's you know ten different directionals at the end of a street all pointing <laughs> saying open house this a, way. Yeah, yeah, there's or there's a four. You know, I think it, I think it makes you know it, it looks junky. I don't right. I don't think it looks good. Um, but uh, I, I I think you know, and we've seen towns implement bylaws specific for directionals, especially for realtors. Um, oh, Hamilton, that, Hamilton. That you're, you're, yeah, you're not yeah. allowed to have directionals at the end of the street, and I think it's a great it's really? a great yeah. bylaw. Um, it keeps the it keeps the neighborhoods looking clean, and yeah. you know nobody wants these all these flags around their front lawn mm-hmm. pointing and, and directionals yeah, at the corners. But you know, some, but there's a lot of pressure from sometimes the. Uh, um, the seller they say oh i want can't you put something there because you know down the street around the corner there's somebody's got that right and, and you're kind of like you know you, you want to explain to them but but they follow the mass right people follow the sure. mass yeah and so that then you end up putting a little directional at the corner of their street right. so that people can see that there's a house down their street for sale especially if it's off off a main road mm-hmm. yeah but um, but in terms of the for sale sign on someone's lawn it's not like there's 50,000 vehicles passing by that house to see the sign and say, oh, that house is for sale. They're seeing it on MLS or on your Facebook page or on your website, right? Well, and, and nobody's going to go, nobody's going to go, wow, that was a nice for sale sign. I think <laughs> yeah, I'll buy this exactly, house. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so, I mean, the for sale sign is there for the purpose of saying, hey, it's for sale. Right. Here's my phone number. Yeah. And uh, and here's our website. Give us a call. Right. Uh, that that's mainly it. But I mean, if somebody wanted to, you know, put a you know a nice round for sale sign, mm-hmm. something different. Mm-hmm. I mean, people aren't going to say, "Hey, did, did you, you see, see that, that for sale sign? sign? <laughs> let's go back. Let's go back down the street. Yeah, and we got to buy again. that house. Let's yeah. keep driving by it. You know, nobody's going to do that. Yeah. So let's uh, end the program with uh, a special night tonight. Movie night tonight. Yeah, we're on? having an outdoor movie night, all in support for the uh, Grimsby Benevolent Fund. It's at Centennial Park in Grimsby, also known as Nellis School. It's right off, uh, right off the main street. Um, the admission is just a non-perishable food item. Uh, the movie's Peter Rabbit. Nice. I don't, have yeah. you seen it? I haven't seen it. I heard it was <laughs> yeah. good though. Yeah. But uh, we have a, uh, you know, we have food trucks, ice cream. We have yeah. a, a a magic show, balloons. You know, people making balloons. Wow. We, got we have bouncy Cal- castles. Yeah. We got uh, Calvin live music. It's going to be a good night. We got yeah. uh, Calvin uh, Calvin the Klein's uh, magic show. Um, it, it's great if you got if you great want something. Night for the to, family. It's a great night for the family. You want something for the kids to see? Just sit out under the stars and mm-hmm. watch a movie. This is a great. So great what, what what time should people be showing up tonight? Uh, uh, seven seven thirty. Okay, is when yeah. we'll all be set up. Yeah. Nice. Sounds like a fun night. Uh, uh, congratulations on that. A great uh, cause as well. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Perfect. And awesome. we will be back next Saturday at nine right here on nine hundred CHML.